Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Money Matters with Mike, with your host, Mike Zeno. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Mike works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for. And he can help you, too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Mike Zeno. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Mike Zeno coming to you from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Happy Saturday, people. What a great time to be alive in these United States of America. Money Matters with Mike is a show designed to give you plenty of information to chew on. We call it meat on the bone each and every single week. And today we are absolutely bringing the heat again. On today's show, we are actually going to answer some questions from our local listeners. And we're going to talk about how inflation is impacting your summer vacation. As always, I have the distinct honor and privilege of being joined by the one and only my co-host and producer extraordinaire, Mr. Matt McClure. Matt, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing great, Mike. This, this vacation talk, I'm... Uh... I'm kind I'm of ready. ready. <laughs> I am ready, brother. Weather's warm. You know, I'm like, okay, do I want to go to the mountains? Do I want to go to the beach? Do, where do I want to go? Uh, but we're, you know, we'll have a good discussion today about that because a lot of people staying closer to home th mm. this uh, this year, you know, than they have maybe in years past. They they are. We call them staycations or nearcations, and we're going to go into that in a little bit more in detail a little bit later. Yeah, I, I love that the the nearcation because uh, you're not staying at home, but you're not going too far. So that's right. We have a uh, we have a place up here that's not too far from us. It's a it's a rock quarry that that it's it's basically just a huge swimming hole, and they've got some you know some ropes and some swings, and that you can you know jump off cliffs into the rock quarry. The water's ice cold. It's just it's a really cool place just north of Charlotte uh, in Mooresville, and and you know just being able to go up there for a, you know just. A couple days, you know, and, and camp out in, in in the nearby vicinity, and, and be able to enjoy that fresh, uh, refreshing. I said should say water is, is amazing. Yeah, that boy, that sounds good. About about right now, I, I love that. Well, you know, something else that I think is refreshing, Mike, is just the fact that we are spreading the word about uh, all things retirement planning, all things getting your financial house in order, uh, and much, much more here on Money Matters with Mike. And not only are we doing it on the radio, we're doing it on the podcast as well. We've got uh, the show available wherever you listen to podcasts: Apple, Spotify, iHeart, all the big. He's there. You just go to anywhere you get your podcast, search for Money Matters with Mike, and uh, we're going to come up. So, you know, we're all over the place there. We're also on the web, of course, moneymatterswithmike.com. You can see all the past episodes there uh, and uh, also reach out to Mike Zeno, get a free consultation about your particular financial situation. Uh, we also have our YouTube channel, which is great. Again, search Money Matters with Mike on YouTube. A lot of great highlights. Mike, I know that you love to interact with the listeners on the uh, Facebook page as well. And um, that's something that ke it keeps growing. You know, we're going to um, answer a lot of listener questions today. But listeners, I know, ask you a lot of questions there on the on the uh, Facebook page pretty much every day now. Yeah, it's such a it's such a widespread 
uh, platform that it's super, super simple just to you know search Money Matters with Mike, go ahead and like and subscribe to the page, but then be able to interact with me and uh, shoot me a direct message of anything you want to hear on a future show or post a comment, uh, maybe a way that I've helped you and impacted your life by, by some things that we have put together. Uh, you don't have to share the details, of course, but, you know, so other people can learn from your experience, especially if they've had, you know, found themselves in a similar situation in the past. And so, you know, I just again, I absolutely love the interaction on Facebook. It gives me a chance to get up close and personal with folks and gives other people a chance to learn from others as well. Yeah, that and that's what it's all about, you know, creating that community and and all learning uh, from each other. And then you can also reach out to Mike Zeno by calling 704-560-1573. I'll give that number again in just a second, but you know, you can you can use that number, you can use any of the contact methods that we've talked about here to get in touch with Mike and uh, get our free report on tax-free investments for a better retirement. You know, this yes. is uh, going to help you make those strategic investments that are legal to avoid taxes. Uh, there, there are some illegal ways to avoid taxes, which we <laughs> obviously do not recommend, but the legal ways to avoid uh, paying, uh, you know, more taxes than are your fair share, you know, and that that's really what this is all about. It is. And I strongly urge our listeners to reach out to get that report because I mean, after all, the best kind of money in the world is free money. And unless you know somebody that's going to give you money for free, well, then the second best kind of money in the world is tax-free money. So take advantage of that free report. We can deliver it to your inbox uh, as, as easy as one, two, three, once you reach out to us uh, on any of our platforms and request it. That's absolutely right. MoneyMattersWithMike.com, again, is the website. And then uh, you can call 704-560-1573. A lot of great stuff to come on the show here today, Mike. You know, you, you teed up uh, our questions from our listeners at the beginning. We will get to those here in short order. We'll also have an inflation demonstration and talk about how uh, things are being affected as far as our vacations go, as we uh, teased at the beginning too. Uh, you know, people are maybe maybe changing plans or maybe, uh, you know, staying a little bit closer to home as we alluded to. So we'll, we'll go over some of those numbers there and show you how people are feeling and how in inflation is making them feel as uh, people uh, approach the summer vacation season. Also, I have some misconceptions about Social Security. It's funny, Mike, you, you, know, you mentioned the uh, the rock quarry earlier, and it, it made me have visions of Mythbusters, the TV show. <laughs> Yes, they would all they would did a lot of myth busting at rock quarries because it was like, you know, they're a place where they could go and like blow stuff Blowing up. up. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be myth busters today, but we're going to do it with a lot less explosions. <laughs> we're going to bust some myths about Social Security and tell you how you can maximize your Social Security and really clear some things up that you might uh, have, you know, kind of a wrong idea in, in your head there. We'll also have some options outside your employer's retirement plan and how you can get started on those. And then, of course, at the end, this week in history. First, though, let's get started with our quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. And this time around, Mike, those words of wisdom come from James W. Frick. And uh, Mr. Frick, if you do not know, was uh, the person who really developed the Notre Dame Foundation into one of the most successful fundraising operations in the country. He was active in a lot of community endeavors as well, things like the United Way, the National Urban Coalition, American Heart Association. So very 
philanthropic person, someone who knew how to prioritize where money was going. So mm. th with that being said, here is what James Frick said, quote, don't tell me where your priorities are. Show me where you spend your money and I'll tell you what they are. Boy, that's that is profound and very, you know, somebody who knew what he was talking about in that regard. No doubt. In fact, his quote suggests that a person's true priorities can be understood by examining how they allocate their financial resources. In other words, instead of just simply stating what someone's priorities are, the quote emphasizes the importance of looking at their actions and how they choose to spend their money. Hungry for something to chew on? Here's some meat on the bone. Money is often a limited resource and people make choices about how to use it based on what they value the most. For example, if somebody consistently spends significant portions of their income on travel, then it can be inferred that they like to prioritize exploring new places and having experiences. And on the other hand, if someone spends a substantial amount on personal development courses or educational materials, it suggests that they prioritize learning and self-development. And further still, someone might say that family is their top priority, but if they consistently spend most of their money on personal indulgences or material possessions, rather than investing in their family's well-being, it suggests that their words do not align with their actions. So folks, remember this, your actions speak so loudly that others can't hear what you're actually saying. Our true priorities are reflected in our spending habits because money provides us with the means to pursue those things that we value the most. And it's easy to claim that certain things are important to us, but our actions, again, specifically how and where we allocate our financial resources often reveal those genuine priorities. And by examining where someone spends their money, we can gain insight into what truly matters to them and how they choose to invest their time, their energy, and their resources. And that is why when we meet, I give you some homework and I'm going to actually look at where you're spending your money for the past three to six months. I'm going to look at bank statements and credit cards, and we're really going to identify your true priorities. Wow. And, and, and not only can you find out a lot about others' priorities, but as you alluded to there, Mike, you can find out a lot about your own because that could be a big wake-up call, I feel like, for people. Because I they think might... it is a big wake-up call for yeah. most folks because, you know, especially people in, in middle America who are not necessarily living paycheck to paycheck, right, uh, that make a, a, a decent living and have a comfortable existence, Oftentimes when we sit down and I start highlighting and categorizing where they're spending their money, they're like, wow, I didn't realize I was spending that much there. I know that we can cut back and reallocate those funds over here. Right. And so that we call that found money and that found money is often able to exponentially increase your retirement income. Yeah, that and that's really where, you know, you could be sitting on top of a pot of gold and not know it, you know, and that's just really um, a, a surprise for a lot of people, because sometimes you don't you you think your priorities are one thing and they really are another, as you say, and, and that's, 
when, when you actually do that sort of analysis, that self, you know, introspection, I guess, for mm -hmm. lack of a better term, you really do discover that. And, and I'm glad that that's a, a service that you can help provide folks too to help open their eyes. And, and folks, if you want to, you know, kind of start down that road, if you want to meet with Mike Zeno, get that look at your financial picture, determine where your priorities are and where maybe they should be. 704-560-1573 is the number to call, or you can go online to moneymatterswithmike.com. Want to know where your hard-earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. So we've got, Mike, some more inflation talk. This is always the fun part of the show. Yeah. We're talking about how our money is just flying out of our pockets. But um, <laughs> some, <laughs> some uh, fun, you know, topics to talk about it related to inflation today anyway, and that's vacation because everybody loves taking a vacation. Yep. It's, it's really, you know, people are kind of changing their plans a lot of times because of inflation. You might, you know, take a trip that's a little closer to home. You might do an actual staycation where you stay at home. You, you know, you take the week off of work or whatever, but you st you stay at home. You maybe do some things that you don't normally get to do around your hometown, for example, or go to the next town over and do some shopping or this or that. So, you know, people are really just kind of taking a, a long, hard look at what their summer plans might have been <laughs> had the inflation not have been, you know, the, what it's been over the past couple of years. And the the reality of the situation, which is prices have gone way up. They, they have. In fact, according to one recent survey, 88% of people say that inflation has, quote, cooled off their summer travel plans. And 41% of Americans say they're not going to travel at all, which that was you know pretty staggering to me because summer is the time to you know get out and do stuff, right? One in five Americans said that they're going to limit trips to those that are within driving distance. And I know of several people that are excellent at finding things to do within about an hour and a half to two hours of the Charlotte region, especially because we have so much to offer in the Charlotte region with the mountains being a couple hours away, the beaches being a couple hours away, and then everything in between. So whether you're somebody who just likes to picnic, whether you're somebody who likes to take in a ball game, whether you're somebody who likes to spend time with families and have some cookouts or maybe play some cornhole, there are a lot Lots of things that you can do within driving distance that are going to save you a lot of money, especially during times of in extreme inflation. Heck, I remember during COVID when the world shut down, I would just get into my car and drive. And I'd, been, I'd be like, I've never been down this road. Let me see what's down that road. And I, I learned so much about my area, I would say within about an hour, because I took every possible road that I could just to see what was down there. If I hadn't driven down it, I wanted to know. And so, you know, little things like that can be interesting to some. And some may say, well, that's just boring and a waste of gas. But hey, it was COVID times and we went to extreme measures. And and gas was a lot cheaper during the height of COVID too. So. Yeah, amen. <laughs> so there, there you go. There was that as well. That was one of the two positives when it came to uh, driving in COVID. There was no traffic and gas was cheaper. Yeah, yeah there you go. I mean, that, <laughs> a lot better driving conditions than we're used to. Um, but yeah, so the, the, at least at least two positive things came out of that uh, time, particular time period. But you know, another thing too, Mike, that that can really help people is if you're planning a trip. Mm -hmm. If you are still wanting to get away and 
you know, maybe um, it is, this will definitely work. I, I feel like with your, at least like a, a hotel or maybe an Airbnb, whatever kind of place you want to stay, flexibility can really yes. be key there when you're budgeting. Because a lot of places, like if you're if you were just you know dead set on going this weekend, and it happens to be a popular weekend, like with a we're like a holiday weekend or whatever, you're going to be paying out the nose. But if you can maybe wait a week or two or go midweek or something, that is going to save you quite a chunk of change. It, it will, and and so I know of several websites. For an example, Travel Zoo is one of them, where they are always posting really really good deals. Um, at, at different places. And if you're flexible with your plans, they even have a last minute uh, flight deal. Kind of, and, and you can get flights for anywhere I've seen as low as $29. And you heard me say that, right? $29. Okay. You may not get peanuts on the flight, but if you can get from point A to point B, and that gives you a chance to go out and see something, ultimately, the more flexible you are with your plans, the easier it is to vacation when you're on a budget and even traveling during the off season or you know off peak times or booking flights during the middle of the week all of those things can help you bring down costs and you can find dramatically different prices just by tweaking your arrival and your departure days but here's another tip anytime that you are searching for hotels or anytime that you are searching for flights don't do it on your regular browser. You need to open up a private browser or an incognito browser, so that way they're not able to track your cookies because it is amazing that if you do it on a regular browser and you check a hotel today and it's $129, if you check it tomorrow, it's gonna to be $139. And if you check it the next day, it's gonna be $149 because they know that you're really looking into that hotel. So always shop for travel things in private mode. Ah, uh, technology. It, uh, it'll get you every time. Um, but uh, moving from travel specifically to inflation overall, you know, there was this uh, Harris poll just out actually uh, a few days back. 75% of Americans believe that the worst of inflation is still ahead of us. It's, <laughs> which is kind of crazy because, I mean, it was, you know, 9% uh, about not quite a year ago. And we, you know, have come down now to right around, you know, four-ish percent in this last, you know, CPI update. But people still really pessimistic about where the inflation picture is headed. Yeah, I, I can I can only hope that those seven seventy-five percent of the people who feel that way are wrong. Um, because I don't want to go back to nine point one percent where it topped off, like you said, just about a year ago. It's currently at four point nine, so we're right there at five. But the survey respondents where they're feeling the sting the most as far as the inflation sting, it's in pretty key areas. Number one, gas, groceries are up, going out to eat, utilities are up and something that didn't shock me is healthcare is actually up as well. So I mean that, that those those stats right there were quite sobering as far as how quickly the cost of living and purchasing those you know goods and services uh, has skyrocketed. Yeah, people are really feeling it in those areas. People also in this Harris poll uh, saying that you know forty eight percent of them have sought new sources of additional income. Uh, you know things like mm -hmm. finding a second job or or you know some other way to uh, get uh, income. Maybe some mailbox money if you can get it. That's that's nice. Work, that's it. Forty six percent have cut back on savings or stopped altogether. 
I know, Mike, that that's something that you would not advise because that is yeah. uh, that's just not a good place to be. It really isn't. And so if you're going to cut back anywhere, don't cut back on paying yourself first, right? We have spoken about that so many times and so often on the show. You have to pay yourself first. Otherwise, there won't be anything left to, to pay after you've paid your bills. So maybe you don't cut back on saving, you cut back on going to Starbucks, right? You, you, you cut back on eating the finest cuts of meat and, and come down to just something, instead of eating filet mignon, maybe you get a sirloin, okay? Um, my heart cries for you, darn. These are first world problems, right? But please do not cut back on paying yourself first. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, you can you get just, you know, Eat, eat the sirloin for crying out loud. Um, 38% have accumulated more debt than usual. Also not a good place to be. You, you know, you're, you're going to be behind, especially if that debt is in the form of credit card debt. It's just going to be a snowball kind of a situation because of that compounding interest. It can, can really buy in the, you know, where. Especially if you happen to get laid off or if you have some kind of life event that happens to you and you no longer have the income that you planned on having to pay off the debt that you either wanted or, you know, needed. And I'm using air quotes for those of you who can't see me. Um, and, and that's really, really important because think of it this way. If you have to put it on plastic, that means you really can't afford it in the first place. Yeah, that, that very, very true. I mean, that's that's the thing, unless, you know, you are very strategic about it and you make sure, you know, okay, I am going to, you know, I have a rewards credit card and I want to earn airline miles or whatever on this purchase. But I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to make that purchase, but I have that cash in my account, whatever account it is, and then I'm going to pay off that credit card purchase in full so that I can earn those points, but then I'm not I don't have that debt and I don't have it carrying over month to month. Cor correct. And, and that you hit the nail on the head right there is paying off at a minimum, paying off your statement balance each and every single cycle, because that means that you're not paying on the interest that you've accrued. So if you can afford to pay it off, like you can afford it and you can pay cash, by all means, get the travel miles, get the points, get the cash back. But what I will tell you is that nobody has ever gotten rich off of cash back or travel miles. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You might you might get that seat upgrade, or you might get a you know a flight somewhere or something like that. But you are not going to. Uh, it's not like winning the lottery, folks. I mm. just put it that way. Um, Thirty five percent of people in this uh, survey also said they've started providing financial support to a family member. That's something else that uh, we we have uh, talked more and more about here on the show. And then also they've missed or will soon miss a bill payment. That's true for thirty percent of those respondents. So I'm. I mean, you know, inflation really has uh, caused a big impact on people across the country. And um, I mean, thankfully, the rate of inflation has come down, but it's still I mean, prices are still getting higher. Yeah, the rate has come down. Prices are still getting higher, right? The the jobs, this is something that I've never really understood because, you know, the news likes to, to tout how many jobs they've created. But then when I look at all the college kids that can't find jobs coming out of college and people who are, you know, experienced workers who are still getting laid off at record pace, I mean, you're adding jobs. Okay, great. But how many have you taken away? And, and that's really the crux of the situation, because when people 
don't have the money to pay stuff, then they're going to have to depend on their family members, right? And if they miss a bill payment and then have to rob Peter to pay Paul, I call it shuffling you know, plates on your fingertips. And, and a lot of times you shuffle a lot of plates. You're juggling more and more and more and more because let's face it, life gets in the way sometimes and can derail your plans. But if you have a plan in place, and especially if you have paid yourself first and you have a cushion, the emergency fund to depend on and rely on in those times of emergency, true emergency, you're going to be much more prepared for when that derailment happens. It'll be a temporary derailment and not literally push the train off the tracks and cause devastation. Yeah, you know, it, it might uh, it slip off the tracks and, and need a little help getting back on, but it's not going to be just an absolute disaster to to continue that metaphor a little bit there. Uh, MoneyMattersWithMike.com is the website, folks, uh, for a free consultation. We'll tell you more about exactly what is uh, involved with that whole process of a free consultation, something that uh, could be very beneficial to you. 704-560-1573. Uh, is the number to call as well. Well, um, Mike, we've got some some inflation related questions and some other questions here um, from our listeners as well. You know, we love absolutely love hearing from our listeners. I mentioned earlier that you like interacting with folks on Facebook uh, through email and and uh, you know, um, heck, on the phone. I mean, Mike Zeno is a guy who answers his phone. How many people can you say that about these days? Not very many, but Mike Zeno is one of them. Um, so this time around, we have some questions that our listeners have sent in to us. And we got some great ones here. So we wanted to, to take a good chunk of the show and focus on that today. Um, first of all, Mike, Mark in Rock Hill, asked us this uh, question. Um, where will my retirement income come from? Big question here. He says, uh, I've been saving for decades for retirement. Now that I'm close, though, I'm wondering the best ways to turn our savings into the income that we need to live on during retirement. Now, I have to say, though, first of all, kudos to Mark, because that's such a great way to think about it. Thinking right. about the income stream and not just that one big pot of money. Yeah, Mark is obviously somebody that has listened to the Money Matters with Mike radio show or podcast um, and, and learned that, hey, you know what? It is about income and retirement. And so most retirees, kudos, Mark, for asking that question, right? Thank you for, for you know, giving us the opportunity to answer it on the air. Most retirees receive income from four main sources. Number one is going to be their personal savings and their investments. So if they've personally had a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA or their savings account, I hope they didn't just have it in a bank CD or in, God forbid, a actual savings account at the bank. But you know, with personal savings and investments, especially if they're IRAs and tax-deferred vehicles, um, those are going to be taxed when you have withdrawals, uh, and they're also going to be subjected to what are known as required minimum distributions. So even if you don't need that money out of those tax deferred accounts, the government's going to come knocking and ask you to um, pay a minimum dis you know, or excuse me, a minimum tax based on the minimum distributions. So that's number one. The second source of income, if you are fortunate enough to have them, because most of these companies have stopped um, offering them, and that's a company pension plan, um, which, you know, you think about 
if you work for the government, if you work for the state, if you are in um, law enforcement, a firefighter, or if maybe you're in healthcare, those are the, about the only ones that I know of uh, that are still offering pensions, which are defined benefit plans. Um, most will offer a defined contribution plan, such as a 401k, a 403b, a thrift savings plan, and so on. So company pension benefits can be a source of income. Personal pension plans can be a source of income. Now, what do I mean by personal pension plans? A little alliteration right there. Um, that is where you have set some uh, money aside into an income annuity and you have created your own guaranteed source of lifetime income. So those can be huge for creating income in retirement. Then you have social security income, okay, which is, you know, is what it is right now. But according to the the, the last news that we heard, they're only going to be able to meet 70% of their obligation in the year now, 2033, which is in a decade from, from here. And everybody listening knows how fast 10 years goes by. It's like a blink of an eye. And so those are the four main sources of income that you may have. And then you might also decide to go to work. Okay. Maybe it's part-time. So any additional earned income is going to help ease the burden if you're physically and mentally able to do it during retirement, if we're just solely talking about an income standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. And that that's the thing is you want to be in a situation where if you do go back to work in retirement, it's because you want to, not because you have to, right? Right. Absolutely. So I, I just want to say thanks again, Mark, for that question. That was a great one and, and, and multi-tiered. So I hope I answered it to you know your satisfaction. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mark. And this next question comes from Mary in Charlotte listening to us here. How much will my income need to increase to keep up with everyone's favorite topic, inflation. Wow, Mary, that is a powerful question because the, you know, the answer is, is, you know, we don't really know, but what we can do is we can look back. We can use history uh, as a teacher. And so the cost of living as measured by the consumer price index, that's the CPI, that's fluctuated, obviously. And get this, it's averaged between, you know, three and nine percent over the past 20 years. So that's a huge fluctuation of six percent. And so your plan needs to be able to address that type of fluctuation. And so make sure you stress test it and make sure that it is good to go. And we strongly recommend that retirees consider inflation when preparing their retirement plan because runaway inflation over the past three years has made this even more important. Yeah, you got to have a plan and you got to have, you know, inflation be considered in that plan. It's a great question there from Mary uh, listening to us in Charlotte. Thank you so much for sending that in. And a thank you also, a preemptive thank you to Merle in Fort Mill uh, sending us this question, Mike. Will Social Security keep up with the cost of living? Ha ha ha. Well, Miss Merle, um, last year you got a huge cost of living adjustment, and and you know it's forecasted that they're looking at another cola for for this year. But you know they have that cost of living adjustment in most years. But many retirees know that this doesn't make up 
for the true inflation that is affecting the costs of products and services that they use the most. So we don't recommend relying on those colas uh, in order to keep up with inflation. What we do recommend is that you consider guaranteed income strategies that can experience market-like gains, but also downside principal protection. So in other words, you never lose a penny. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about a fixed indexed annuity. FIAs like uh, grow their, themselves like stair steps. So the worst that you can do is zero. So when the market has a gain, they're going to look at an annual point to point. And if the index you chose gets a credit, then guess what? You participate in that gain. If that index shows a loss, you don't lose not one single penny. So you get to enjoy the point to point protection of capturing those gains, but none of the losses, Ms. Merle. And that is extremely important when you are going to look at the long term, because if you have your portfolio exposed to any losses whatsoever, if you could just go back in time and substitute a zero in there, then you would have, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you would have double inside of those accounts because of the power of zero. If you lose 30%, you have to gain 43% just to get back to even. And God forbid you lose 50%, you have to gain 100% just to get back to even. So the power of zero is true and, and absolute. Yeah, we as we say around here, zero can be your hero, and uh, that's that's exactly how it works. So great uh, there, and great uh, question there from Merle once again in Fort Mill, and then we've got Kathy in Waxall. Uh, emailing in a question here to um, uh, Mike at, of course, moneymatterswithmike.com. When is the best time to make withdrawals from my retirement accounts? When the market goes down, I'm afraid to make matters worse by pulling out money. But when the market goes up, I feel like we're getting in the way of potential gains. This is that's kind of like the uh, the existential question, Mike. Is you know it, the the old advice, the old adage is sort of buy low, sell high. Well, right. I don't know about you, but my crystal ball is still in the shop. I don't know when uh, you know things are going down or up. I, I I just don't have that power. No, you don't, and that's why you know going and through the accumulation phase, it's really important to you know employ dollar cost averaging. That way you're maximizing your money, whether the market is going up or down, it doesn't matter. Attempting to time the market and, and make uh, systematic investments or withdrawals is something we get questions about all the time, right? The problem with trying to time the market is that you have to be right Twice, Kathy, you have to be right on the buy and on the sell. And if your crystal ball is broken, like most of ours you know, are, then guess what? You might be able to get lucky and get one of those right. But the fact of the matter is, is that 99 point plus percent okay, of folks who try to time the market miss time the market. And if you miss the, the five you know, biggest gain days or the five biggest loss days because you timed it wrong, then you're going to be in trouble. All right. That is why we spend so much time focusing on and talking about you know, a strong income plan in retirement and taking advantages of those guaranteed 
income solutions like fixed indexed annuities. I mean, do you really want to spend your retirement years glued to the stock ticker and stressing out about managing your money? I would venture to guess the answer is no. I mean, in retirement, I'd rather be on the beach sipping a, you know, an adult beverage with a little umbrella in it. That's just me. Heck, or on the couch watching TV, like you're out in the backyard gardening, not worrying about what the heck is going on with the market. And am I going to be able to, to, you know, take out what I need to take out this month? Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. You know, people, we, we've talked about this a couple of times on the show, people fear running out of money in retirement even more than death itself. That's why it's so important to have a plan. Mm. Take the stress off of yourself, you know, take that burden, that emotional burden uh, and mental burden away from you now uh, by getting yourself a plan that you know is going to be there in in the future and you know is going to last the rest of your life no matter how long you live. Boy, that's that is just music to the ears of uh, a lot of folks. And, you know, you can find out more about it if you're listening to the show today and that sounds good to you by going to moneymatterswithmike.com. Uh, Mike will uh, be glad to talk with you, give you a free consultation. And when I say free, I mean, it's absolutely free, no cost, no obligation to continue on at all. It won't be a high pressure situation or anything like that. Uh, so go to moneymatterswithmike.com or give him a call 704-560-1573. Now, Mike, this is the portion of the show where I wish I had kind of like Mythbusters theme music or something uh, waiting in the wings here, but uh, you know, but I don't. So and we, we'd probably have to like you know pay royalties for it or something like that. So we'll skip out on that and just get to the segment where we bust some myths about Social Security. You know, a couple of our questions from our listeners this week were about Social Security, and so you know, I I know that you <laughs> often get just based on that questions about social security, just kind of all the time anyway, in your everyday uh, business here. And it can be confusing. So, you know, these misconceptions are the things, the myths that we want to bust here. So let's clear these up about social security. Number one myth that we want to bust is that everyone's social security benefit is the same amount. What say you, Mike Zeno? Yeah, that is absolutely not true, okay? Everybody's social security benefit is going to be different based on their highest or the you know 35 years of employment. That's what social security looks at. They're going to take all of those years that you were making, you know, 10 grand when you were in 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 your teens and your 20s, maybe 20 grand when you were in your 20s and early 30s and then 30s and 40s and if you're fortunate enough to make more than that, then they're going to Every year that you make, uh, what you're making is going to replace those, you know, lesser years when you um, were just, you know, working summer jobs or you're straight out of college. And so that's why it's important to always seek uh, more money if that is an, an option that's available to you so that it positively affects your social security down the road. And if you choose not to work or not to you know, do taxes or don't have any earned income, then guess what? That's gonna be a big goose egg that is going to factor in and may factor into those 35 years if you don't have at least 35 years of positive gaining you know, money. Yeah, absolutely true. And then we're also busting the myth that your benefit amount is fixed forever. Uh, that can't change. What, no, what, what do you say about that, Mike? Yeah, that, that, that's false too. So, you know, first off, we, they're they're called COLAs, uh, which is an acronym for cost of living adjustments. The Social Security can 
believe it or not, reduce your benefits. Okay. And they expect that they may need to reduce benefits, everyone's benefits as early as 2033, as I mentioned previously, because up until then, or, or after then, I should say, they're only going to meet 70% of, of the obligation that they have. So you've paid into it for your entire life. And if you're receiving it and you're depending on that money and those are cut by 30%, that's going to cause um, some detriment to your lifestyle, uh, at least if you haven't planned. And, and Social Security is not just the icing or the cherry on top, right? So you want to make sure that you are planning a Social Security-less okay, income plan and not having to depend on it, especially as it currently stands today. Yeah, make it the, make it the cherry on top, make it the gravy, whatever food analogy you want to use. That's what it uh, should be, and make sure that you you know you can get uh, by, and not only get by, as is like to say, not only survive but thrive without it. And then that's just that's extra money uh, for you in your retirement years. Um, all right, I'm I'm going to kind of combine these next two, Mike, because they really go hand in hand here. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of myths, a two for one special. Um, you're stuck with the benefit offered to you. That's that's part A here. And you should draw from Social Security as soon as possible because you have no control over stuff. You just need to take the money and run. So right. talk about that. Yeah, I'm going to actually start with the second one first. You should draw from Social Security as soon as possible. People listening, we don't advise that unless it is essential that you need that money as soon as possible. Before you ever make a decision on drawing Social Security, the first thing that I'm going to strongly suggest that you do is go get a physical. And I mean a complete physical. Don't just go in, you know, see your doctor for 15 minutes and that's it. I want them drawing a gallon of blood, running every blood test known to man. I want them to scan your brain, your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, your liver to make sure there's nothing in them. Go have have a plaque test done for your arteries. Go get stress tested, you know, on a treadmill. And the reason that I'm suggesting that is think about this for a second. How many people do you know who have retired and then within a year or two, they drop dead? It happens all the time. So they didn't know that they were sick in most cases. And had they known that by virtue of getting screened, they might have made choices a little bit differently. Number one, on how they spent their time. And then number two, how they spent their money. So, you know, we don't advise taking Social Security right off the rip unless you absolutely need it to survive or you've been given bad news uh, from a from a healthcare professional, especially if you have any type of longevity in your family's history. We recommend waiting at least until your full retirement age, because that's when you get 100% of your benefit. If you jump on it at age 62, you're giving Uncle Sam a discount. You're only getting 75% of what you're owed, okay? So the second uh, question, if I believe, is that you're stuck with the benefits that are offered to you. And that, of course, is not true either. You definitely have options. You can work longer, and make more money, which can contribute to that 35-year um, high, 35 being factored into what your benefit is. And think 
about this, folks. If you delay, the Social Security Administration will pay. And what does that mean? Well, every year you delay, you're guaranteed roughly an 8% compound return, which for most people equals somewhere between you know, $125 and $175 a year, which is huge. Okay. So if you just delay, you know, two or three or four years, that could be a significant amount of income that you can rely on for as long as you can rely on social security um, for the rest of your life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, give, give yourself that raise uh, as, as you know, as much as you have control over it. There are a lot of things in life we can't control. These are some of the things that we can here. All right. One last myth to bust about social security, Mike, and that is that your benefit will definitely increase every year you know it's a lot of the, the one of the other myths was it's fixed you can't do anything about it you're stuck with what they what they give you and it'll never go up well this other myth is the other end of the spectrum it's definitely going to go up every year what do you say yeah. about that? unfortunately that is not the case either you know cost of living adjustments don't even necessarily happen every single year and then some years you know where they don't give them at all and then other years you know, with the price of inflation going up and no cost of living, it's almost like you've gotten a, a decrease in your benefit because the net effect is absolutely that. It's a decrease in your purchasing power. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, uh, you know, folks, you can schedule a complimentary financial and retirement consultation today. Receive your Social Security maximization report through Mike Zeno. Uh, and uh, that's free of charge whenever you meet with him. And you can start that process by going to moneymatterswithmike.com or calling 704-560-1573. You know, we, we've talked a lot on the show so far, Mike, about the importance of um, income in retirement. We also have mentioned 401ks, 403bs, those type of em employer-sponsored retirement plans, right? Right. Well, if people, you know, often will have a 401k or 403b, they'll kind of set it and forget it and, and you know, just kind of go along working and then maybe check on it every, every now and then. Usually when uh, there's some sort of turmoil in the market and then they get really disappointed and depressed when they check their on their uh, 401k or their uh, whatever account they might have. Um, but let's talk about some options here outside of an employer-based retirement plan. Yeah, so, so a lot of people don't understand 401ks anyway. Let's face it, right? If we just want to be real, you look at your 401ks, you don't know how to read the statements, okay? And if you're agreeing with me and nodding your head right now, then, then we need to speak. We need to sit down and I can show you some stuff, right? But if you have looked at the investment options in your 401k retirement plan or 403b or thrift savings plan, chances are you're going to see different funds, okay? Whether they're mutual funds that puts your money in to stocks or bonds or cash. They can be domestic. They can be international. Those have been the options available ever since those types of plans were introduced way back in 1978. And now a new study from the Center for Retirement Initiatives at Georgetown University, a very prestigious university, finds that adding alternative investments to the mix would actually boost 401k and other employer-sponsored return type plans, uh, it, it'll, it'll boost those returns by 8% in the long run. And so here is what you need to know. 
we can help you create a financial plan for your retirement needs and more importantly, your retirement goals and objectives. We want to help you have fun. You know, that study from the Center for Retirement Initiatives at Georgetown said that the improved diversification offered by including alternative assets in the portfolios of 401ks and similar defined contribution plans could actually deliver greater returns and improved retirement income for millions of U.S. workers. And so those alternative investments can be anything from ETFs to hedge funds to land to structured financial products like, you know, structured notes uh, to annuities, right? So all of those things. And if you are concerned about your potential rates of return, it is really easy to become so focused and almost enthralled in the Wall Street casino that we like to call it. Uh, but what's more important is having that right plan in place that balances both safety as well as risk. Yeah, that's 100% right. And you can, of course, you know, go to the website, folks, schedule that free consultation, and Michael really help you become more tax efficient, more fee efficient, more market efficient as well. Put your money that you've worked so hard for over the years, put it to work hard for you. You know, that that's the goal here. So Mike, talk about that, the free consultation, kind of that process and what listeners can expect when they do give you a call. Yeah. So the first call is just going to be a, you know, a discovery call. We're going to spend, you know, 15, 20 minutes on the phone. You're going to tell me about your situation. I'm going to tell you about me, share some, you know, a little bit of information with you. And then if you decide to come in and actually have a full consultation, again, these are at no cost, no obligation. You're only obviously going to work with me if it's best for you. What I'm going to do is take a deep dive into what you've got going on. So I'm going to try to do an x-ray, if you will, or a CT scan or an MRI on your financial you know, situation to try to discover how much you're paying in fees. Number one, uh, we want to help you cut out any unnecessary costs. Why? Because as I mentioned earlier in the show, that is found money. So whether that's in your IRAs, your excuse me, 401ks or any other types of retirement savings accounts, brokerage accounts, money market accounts, we can look at all that. We can also help you with social security maximization planning. And if you're of the age, we can help you with Medicare. Okay, their Medicare can be very, very confusing because of their four parts. And, and some people don't know if they should get part B, if, you know, what is part C, uh, much less part D, which is the only one to me that makes sense because D stands for drugs. But the bottom line is that we are going to compare your situation to what's possible if you work with us. And why? Well, we remember that it is your money. And I'm assuming that if it matters to you, and it does, right, it's obviously going to matter to me. That's absolutely right. And I would uh, much rather work for or work with rather a person who is uh, who's got that attitude that that my money matters to them, not only uh, you know, based on the fact that, uh, you know, I might be that there might be some, you know, working for some big, big bank or bit one of these big, you know, financial advisory houses or, or whatever. And they're just looking at me and seeing dollar signs. It's, it's almost like the uh, the old Looney Tunes, you know, where they would look at the uh, 
the the treasure or whatever and see the big dollar their eyes would be replaced by big dollar signs big cartoon dollar signs there that that's not what it should be like <laughs> no it definitely shouldn't i think a point to make too is that as an independent i have access to all the big guys right so some of those big guys only have access to the services and the products that they offer well being independent i have off you know access to all of them which means that i'm always going to do what is in your best interest and and make sure that the uh, the shoe fits yeah. And because, you know, there could be one particular um, vehicle to to put your money for for retirement that you would have access to that one of those other guys might not that that would be, you know, the one that you have access to would be much better for a particular client um, because you're able to really have a wider array of things to offer compared to those other guys. Yeah. And I think the important thing, too, is if you already have an advisor, if you are already doing well, it's always great to get a second set of eyes on your situation. And if you're in good shape, guess what? I'm going to pat you on the back, shake your hand and say, keep doing what you're doing because you're doing a great job. At least you have that confirmation knowing that you're doing a great job and are on the right track. But if I see anything that I think might be able to be improved upon, then I'm going to make some suggestions and then educate you on what your options are and let you ultimately make the decision that's best for you. So just like I said before, you know, if you have somebody else that you've been going to and you're happy with them, it never hurts to get a second opinion. That's right. I mean, you could, that, as you say, could be on the right track, but it's, uh, you know, chances are there could be something in there that needs to be improved or could be improved for you. And, and your plan can look a lot better in the future. It never hurts to explore that. Just go to moneymatterswithmike.com. That's moneymatterswithmike.com or call 704-560-1573 to get started on that journey. It's this week in history. So some landmark things happened, and I use that term uh, because we're talking about a landmark here at the first <laughs> item in this week in history, Mike. On this date, June 16th, well, which was, you know, it's Friday, but this uh, date on June 16th, 1884, it was the very first roller coaster in America opening up on Coney Island in Brooklyn, New York uh, on that date. It was created by LaMarcus Thompson. Get this, it was a, it was a thrill ride because it traveled a whopping six miles an hour and it cost a nickel to ride and it spawned <laughs> thousands of roller coasters across the U.S. within the next century. That's its real claim to fame. But six <laughs> miles an hour, boy, you got to, you know, uh, take your anxiety meds before you get on that one. That's like a, a kiddie ride at, at Six Flags or at the, uh, you know, Carowinds here in, in, the, in the Charlotte area. That is hilarious. Um, let's change to history as far as on this date in 1903 the ford motor company was founded by henry ford and get this only 11 investors and so ford uh, is one of the top automakers on the fortune 500 uh five years in, in a row they've been number one in the spot and you know they rank in the top five globally as far as automakers are concerned. And I know Father's Day is is uh, is coming up. And so one of the funniest memes I saw, because, you know, you may like Fords, you may not like Fords, but I thought this was funny about the Mustang. And it had like the muscle car Mustang that we all grew up loving, right? The the big classic American muscle saying, and, and then the new Ford, um, which is 
doesn't look anything like the Mustang. And it said, happy Father's Day, Dad. And the, the old Mustang said, you're not my son. <laughs> so I just thought that was hilarious. Because I'm like, what? They've, they've turned the Ford Mustang into a like a crossover SUV. I'm like, that is not a Mustang. What are you doing? <laughs> they are, you look just like the mailman. Uh, no, that's uh, <laughs> maybe taking it too far there. Uh, but the, the Mustang has been disowned. I love it. Uh, June 17th, uh, on this uh, date in 1885, big day in New York Harbor when the dismantled Statue of Liberty arrived. Of course, a gift from the people of France to the people of America arrived in 350 individual pieces packed in more than 200 boxes. The following year, uh, President Grover Cleveland at the time dedicated the Statue of Liberty as an enduring symbol of freedom and democracy. And of course, you know, it's made out of copper, so it, it used to be the color of copper, but you know, oxidation over the years now it's green <laughs> it is lady liberty and, and and you know i if you ever get an opportunity to go out to ellis island and go out to the statue of liberty and to really research where your family came from because in, in unless you were you know one of the native american descendants guess what your family came over from somewhere i highly suggest it it is very, very eye-opening, kind of awe-inspiring, and so definitely should be on everybody's bucket list. Um, on June 18th, we had a musical birthday on in 1942 on this day. There was a guy, you might have heard of him before. He's an English songwriter, he's a, a musician, and he's a singer. Um, his name was Sir Paul McCartney. He was born on this day in June uh, of, of 19. 42 june 18th he, now obviously he's best known for his involvement with the legendary band the beatles he has gone on paul mccartney has to become one of the most successful composer and performers of all time he's actually written or co-written a record 32 songs that have topped the billboard 100 charts so kudos to you mr mccartney Excuse me, yeah. Sir McCartney. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Get it right there. But yeah, talk about a legend, a living legend here. Uh, Sir Paul McCartney still making music today. And uh, happy, happy birthday to him. Well, Mike, that's going to bring us here to the end of our show for this week. I have enjoyed it once again, sir. I really do appreciate, of course, all of the knowledge that you bring to the table each and every time we get together and uh, just the education that you bring to our listeners always means a lot. So I thank you for that. And we'll do it again next time. Matt, thank you so much for the, you know, everything you bring to the show from your production value to setting me up to, you know, just knock it out of the park with the questions and answers. So thank you for that. But most importantly, thank you to our listeners. Without you guys, we don't have a radio show. We don't have a podcast. So if you know anybody that could benefit from any of the information, if during today you thought of somebody, oh, I know somebody who could benefit that. Just make sure that you're sharing us, share us on, on the web, go to the YouTube page, share it, share us on Facebook. And that means the world to us. Don't forget to submit those questions because we love answering them just like we did today. Whatever you are doing this weekend, do it to its fullest extent. And as always, make it a great day. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. 
To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MoneyMattersWithMike.com or pick up the phone and call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Not affiliated with the United States government, Mike Zeno does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of the respective owners. Amerilife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or the results obtained from the use of this information. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.